Welcome back to Purpose Driven in Christ. This message is entitled, Ask, Seek, and Knock. From Matthew 7, 7 through 8. Keep on asking and you will receive what you ask for. Keep on seeking and you will find. Keep on knocking and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks, receives. Everyone who seeks, finds. And to everyone who knocks, the door will be opened. So in this text, it's indicating when we ask, seek, and knock, we will receive. However, there are supporting verses from other scriptures that are indicating what we need to do in addition to this. And so in 1 John 5, 14 through 15, now this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we ask of him. So this is the important part that we ask according to his will. This is not about naming it, claiming it, just asking whatever we want and just receiving it, but it's really about being in the will of God. Because when we're in his will, we can ask for what we want according to his will. And that allows us to seek him with pure motives. It allows us to keep knocking. It allows us to believe what we're asking him for because we are in his will. And so when we're in his will, he hears what we're asking. And it's it's pleasing to him to give us what we're asking because he gives us those desires. So the desires that we're asking him for, if it's according to his will, he's just pretty much fulfilling a desire he has given to us. And when we delight ourselves in him, he gives us the desires that he places in our hearts. So this allows us to ask with pure motives, to seek with pure motives, and to knock, reminding God of his word when we're aligning our heart's desires with the desires that he has for our lives. And so in James 4, 1 through 3, this gives us a little bit of a uh, reference point as to how some of the things that we're asking for might not be beneficial and they might be coming from uh, wrong motives in our hearts. So Where do wars and fights come from among you? Do they come from your desires for pleasure that war in your members? You lust and do not have. You murder and covet and cannot obtain. You fight in war, yet you do not have because you do not ask. You ask and do not receive because you ask amiss that you may spend it on your pleasures. So this is James 4, 1 through 3. This is an indication that 
we might be asking for something that has nothing to do with God. It, it might have everything to do with our own motives, our own um, fleshly desires. At the end of this text, it indicates you ask and do not receive because you ask amiss that you may spend it on your pleasures. So how often do we ask for things that can derail us from the will of God, that can cause us to either be distracted from what God's calling us to do, overly busy, can maybe um, hinder our desire for the things of God because we're asking for things that one, could potentially cause an idol in our lives, and two, can quench the desire for godliness. So we want to make sure that when we're going to God and asking him that he's giving us these desires, that we're, we're going with pure motives because we want to be pleasing unto him, that we want to please him with the things that he's giving us so that we stay on course. And so in James 4, 1 through 3, it's just indicating a lot of the things that are in our hearts and why we do what we do. We sometimes we're coveting things that have nothing to do with God. And a lot of times he does not give us what we're asking because it is going to distract us. And then sometimes he does give us things that we're asking for because we learn from things that we're wanting and realize that it's not the timing for it. We realize that it's distracting. Um, for some people, they might ask God for this position, a job that gives them the money they want, but now they're distracted from the will of God. They might be too busy to spend time with their family. And so now you have the position, you have the job, you have the income, but can't really utilize any of that because the job consumes you. And so sometimes the things that you might ask for, the things that you want, you realize you might not really want it as much as you thought you wanted it. But God allows us to experience it so that we're reminded that when he blocks, when he stops certain things or he closes the doors, it's for our protection. It's not that he doesn't want us to have it, but he realizes that some of these things that we're asking and we're seeking him for and that we're knocking on the door for, he's indicating that that is not for you because of what it's going to derail you from or what it's going to cause you to experience. And sometimes we don't see those things down the line. And that's why it's so good that we go to God, that we ask him for his will because he already knows everything that's going to occur. And when we go to him, he is like, he's the one to protect us. He's the one to guide us and he'll let us know if this is in his will. And so when we go to him, when we ask, when we seek, when we knock, when we do it according to his will, we can have confidence that if it's according to his will, that he will give it to us and he will direct us once he gives it to us. And so in John 14, 12 through 14, I tell you the truth. Anyone who believes in me will do the same works I have done and even greater works 
because I am going to be with the Father. You can ask for anything in my name and I will do it so that the Son can bring glory to the Father. Yes, ask me for anything in my name and I will do it. So here we have Jesus preparing his disciples and he's letting them know that if you ask for anything in his name, he will do it. And he's preparing his disciples to do greater works. And this is a reminder that when it's the will of God and, and we're, we're in the will of what God wants us to do and we're doing it in the name of Jesus that we will see the movement of whatever it is God's calling us to do. And Jesus is preparing his disciples to have confidence in his name. And he's preparing us to have confidence in his name. And according to the will of the Father, and this is the indication, it says that you can ask for anything in my name and I will do it so that the Son can bring glory to the Father. This is all about bringing glory to God and asking for things that will bring glory to God. And so this is the confidence that we have. We have confidence when we're in the will of God. We have confidence to know that if God is leading us to it, there's going to be provision. If God's leading us to it, there's going to be a covering. God's leading us to it, the door is going to open. And so when we think about when we ask, when we ask God in petitions, when we seek him, when we knock on the door, we're doing it in faith. We're doing it in humility. We're doing it according to his will. And this gives us peace when we do it because we're not doing it for selfish gains. We're doing it because we want to be in the will of our Father. So when we ask, we can go in confidence knowing that we're asking according to God's will. When we seek, we can seek God in faith and we can put our trust in him knowing that we're seeking his will. And when we knock, we're reminding God of his word. We're reminding him of his promises. And we're doing it with a heart of humility and gratitude and thanksgiving. And so this is a way to approach the scripture. Not so much of just asking and getting what we want because we've asked of it, but we're asking according to his will. We're asking because we know that if it is according to his will, that God is going to move forward with it. And that's the type of confidence he wants his children to have, understanding that he works all things out for the good for those who love him and have been called according to his purpose. And that also connects to the scripture, according to his purpose and his will. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for who you are. We thank you for your faithfulness. We thank you for your love, provision, giving us access to you through Jesus, allowing us to have an opportunity to come and worship you and ask you 
anything we need to ask you according to your will and given us an opportunity to trust you for provision. Lord, we just thank you for all the things you've done, all the things that you're continuing to do in our lives. And we just thank you for continuing to be faithful, Lord, continuing to show your love, continuing to use us for your glory. And so we give you the glory and honor in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, you all, be encouraged and reminded that there is nothing impossible with God.